Welcome to the Gray Wolf Podcast. We are back at it for another edition of Grey Wolf Hoops. It is Ned, joined by John down the line on vacation in Adelaide. Johnny, how are you? Yeah, really good, man. I've entered the, uh, the land of the 36ers, but feeling really, really good, my man. It's good to get away from uh, Horsham for a bit and just have a bit of relaxed time, but uh, all's good going over here. How about yourself? You've left from the home of the picket. Now you are in the home of Jerome Randall. Have you bumped into <laughs> any 36ers players? No, no, not yet. Keeping my eyes peeled, though, just in case, but you never know who I might run into. And they, they'll obviously recognise me, of course, in the Grey Wolf podcast, so uh, I'll look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> that is all sorts of good, man. Well, it has been a pretty exciting week with some big time NBL games and I think before we get into any of this though Johnny we should mention the bushfires the bushfire appeals and whatnot yep. and and shout outs to everybody that are getting behind it sort of deal there's been a whole bunch did you see LaMelo Ball giving up a, yep. an entire month of his wage to the bushfires which is awesome yeah, so look, I mean, say what you want about LaMelo Ball, but to do something as selfless as that, for a guy that's only been in the country for, you know, however many months, it's just amazing. And to see all these people, especially overseas people getting behind Australia, it, it warms your heart in, in this, you know, this world that's so messed up at the moment. So, you know, hopefully we're praying for rain, we pray for, you know, all this end pretty soon, but uh, it's good to see everyone getting behind a good cause. Yeah, it really is, man, and there's going to be some other stuff that I'll announce in, in time to come in some of my side projects getting behind that as well. It's just really good to see but I was super impressed with Lamello because he does cop a bit of flack I think that comes with the last name but hats yep. off it's a class act oh it really is man like it's, it's good to see a lot of other players I know Shawnee Bruce is getting behind it a lot of players just about everyone he's either you know raising awareness or donating money or Mitch Creek auctioned off some shoes like it's just fantastic to see and you know, and again like I said in a world that's so messed up what a great thing to see you know people coming together and porting out a great cause yeah most definitely man that is all sorts of awesome but my friend let's talk a little bit of fantasy. How did we go last week? Well, I actually had a, uh, a half-decent win, I must say. I'm, uh, I've actually dropped in our league, but had a good win on the weekend. I'm just going to get the standings up in front of me. This is where it really starts to heat up, of course. We've got Lewis Rose on top, 11-1, and one, if you don't mind. He's having a pretty good season. I'm sitting there in fifth spot. Cam Bruce has just overtaken me. He's in fourth. You've dropped down to the seventh, Nettie, but you're only a couple of games behind that top three. Damn it. Did I have a loss, man? <laughs> I think you must have by the looks of it, but it's so tight that every every round now counts for something because we've got four left before the final start. I believe it's the top four go through. I'm not too sure about that, but, I mean, again, it's a bit like the NBL, isn't it? It's so close at the moment that it's anyone's game. You drop one and you drop so many spots down the ladder, so keep hanging in there. But I think now's a very important time to be looking at those double games, and I think this week we've got Illawarra play twice, Cairns play twice, and New Zealand play twice. You definitely want to make your captain a play from one of those teams to help catch up some points. Yeah, and just thinking out loud right now, I probably shouldn't be giving away my secret seeing as though we have dropped a few places, but I think I'm going to have to get Hobson into that team. New Zealand yeah, playing twice, can't lose sort of deal. Would you agree there? Yeah, I totally agree with that. He's sitting there in my side at small forward and he's going to be my captain for this week. And, uh, oh, I bet he is. Damn you, Fitzgerald. <laughs> it's like well. you read my mind. <laughs> Look, New Zealand's up and about. Again, like, you know, as we said the other week, we wrote them off and they've rise to the challenge. So uh, I fully expect him to have a couple of really big games. And uh, they've got a couple of good matchups too, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Oh, that is awesome. And you said the other team was Illawarra. Who would you be? Would you, are you going to put in any Hawks players? Man, I mean, 
Has big ball, I suppose. Is he back? Yeah, I'm not really sure. Yeah, well, I hope so. I was just trying to find out if he is. But, I mean, look, I'll probably play it a little bit safe. I think you know what you're going to get with the New Zealand guys because they're playing well at the moment. Even Cairns, if you've got Machado in there, I'd be inclined to pick him. But my advice would probably be to go with the New Zealand guys because they do have a couple of good matchups this round. And, uh, like, Hobson's a, he's a winner for me. He doesn't even cost that much. He's only 1.3, uh, 4, 3 million if you don't have him. So I'd be looking to get him in and just make him captain and just enjoy those points, man. Yeah, I think so. He's going in. Someone's going out. I've got a couple of Taipans players in there, so that's that's good, man. But we'll change things up, Johnny. Talked about our top 10 movies or your top 10 horror movies last week. You yep. want to talk a little bit this week because we are big fans of music and whatnot. You yourself, man, couldn't narrow it down to a top 10. No, look, I listen to music every day. I'm the biggest fan, and same with your good self. But I've settled on a top nine, and there's probably a reason for that. And I wanted to get your thoughts on this topic. And you know, as I was going through all my playlists and albums and things that I've you know, streamed over the year, I found it really hard to find a complete studio albums to put in my list. And I want to get your thoughts on this, Nettie, because you see nowadays that everyone's using Spotify, Apple Music, and these sorts of services. I think there's even a couple more that have started up in the last six months. Do you think the idea of releasing albums is going to die off over the next couple of years? And people are just, well, every time you want to release a new music, uh, a new song, you just push it out. You don't have to wait for an album. You just release it on Spotify and people can listen to it straight away. Yeah, 100% agree with that. I think that is where we are going. It's kind of scary for a fan of albums and whatnot like me, but there's just bands just releasing singles now and it seems to be the way the world is going. So I struggled a little bit there, but there still were some great albums that came out. But I'm definitely with you on that, man. Like, they're just going to drop singles and pop them out like that, I would think, moving forward in five, ten years' time. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's a good way, and I was actually talking to my brother on the way down, you know, for up-and-coming artists to sort of, you know, make an impact on the scene. All you need to do is sign up for a Spotify account. You know, you don't need to find a manager and all these sorts of things and push albums out to get them designed and then hope for the sales to come in. You literally just have to click twice, sign up for Spotify, and, you know, you're in the game, which is just fantastic, which also encourages these guys to release more music more often, which I think is just brilliant. So, yeah, so I so to put together a list of top nine, we got in at number nine, Action Bronson and the Alchemist with Lamb Over Rice, which was a, an EP that only came out in November. And those guys have worked together before, but that EP is all sorts of cool. Number eight, I've got NF with The Search. And he sort of hit the mainstream big time in the last couple of years. I think he released Perception, I'm pretty sure it was 2017. That album really put him on the map, but his album from 2019 was just great. That came out in July. At number seven, I've got Atmosphere and Whenever. And uh, and we've spoken about these guys all the time. They're just awesome. They, I think that's their seventh album, studio album now. So they've been around for a long time. And I was going to mention here, if you haven't heard of them, definitely check out the entire Rhyme Sayers lineup because there's a lot of guys on that uh, that label that are really good. And that album even itself came out in December and it sort of came out of nowhere, actually. I don't think it was expected. So those guys have been busy behind the scenes. Number six, the buddy of ours, Yellow Wolf with Ghetto Cowboy. Man, I've been listening to that a lot lately, actually. Yeah, he's um, good, man. It's, just, it's brilliant. And I believe this was the first album he released I was just looking up before solely on his own label which is Slum American which is pretty cool and he's teamed up with DJ Paul a bit lately who is in this list shortly uh, which is very cool and that was in November so like I said the last month or so I've been playing that quite a bit number five I've got Schoolboy Q's Crash Talk he again another guy who's made it pretty big in the mainstream that came out earlier on I think it was April I didn't write that one down but his last few albums have been really good and there's a lot of big features on 
man. Number four, DJ Paul's Power, Pleasure and Painful Things. This is an awesome album, man, if you haven't heard it. Came out back in May. ICP and Violent J make an appearance. Lord Infamous, a lot of the old 3-6 Mafia guys are starting to come back together, which nice, is really cool. Nice, there you go. Uh, yeah, and they even posted only maybe oh, a couple of weeks ago that they're doing a reunion tour, so who knows whether they could get back together and release some more music. I know they've got a half-finished album that they started maybe in 2013, so to see that come back again would just be brilliant. Then to get to the, the top three, the important end, I suppose, number three, our boy Ritz, put a crown on it, man. That old just straight fire, that was awesome, came out in November. It's like, that guy can't release bad music, can he? No, I really, I really <laughs> agree with you right there. Awesome. Number two, I've got Bryce Vine and Carnival. This is a guy I've been following for a couple of years now. This is his first studio album. Again, this is sort of the fella that made me think about, you know, how many albums people are going to release, because all he's done is just release singles for probably two or three years now, and uh, his first album was just fantastic. If you haven't heard of him, check him out, and hopefully you can tour Australia at some stage. And that gets me to my number one, and probably my favourite rapper right now is Chris Webby, and his album only came out in full on Christmas Day, which was Wednesday after next. So I had some pretty big uh, big celebrations on Christmas Day, not just Christmas and getting engaged, but also Chris Webby releasing his full album, which is all sorts of cool, dude. It's, uh, he's followed the Friday movies in terms of his album title. So he had Wednesday come out, then next next Wednesday, and uh, Wednesday after next only came out on Christmas Day. So that's oh, uh, like that. my top list there, man. Like, so that album's fantastic. It's been sort of trickling out for a few months, but yeah, that one just, just topped it all off. Oh, very cool, man. Very cool right there. And I must admit, some of those I hadn't even heard of, so I'm going to have to go mm. and check it out, which is probably the same deal with my top 10, as we'll go <laughs> through real quickly right here. In Flames, Either Mask. Bit of metal in it, 10 for me. A bit of industrial in it, 9 was Combi Christ, 1 Fire. Corn. you're a big fan of Corn, John, from back in yeah, the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Everyone is. <laughs> yeah, they it. released a new album called The Nothing, and it was far from nothing. It was a great album. Gorilla Voltage, who are now no longer yeah. released Gods and Claws. That was the start of the year 2019. A very good one. Wednesday 13. Herbs and I, our buddy Herbs, we are all about that necro phase in a six. Speaking of Herbs, he's a big Slipknot fan. We are not your kind. That one came in at five for me. And then number four was Slain. You've spoken to him in the past yeah. one day on one of our side projects, The Underground. He had a great album in one day. Motionless in White, Disguise. That was a fantastic album. The only one that we sort of agreed on here, Ritz, man, put a crown on it, came in at number two for me, and then in at number one. No surprises here. Twisted's Generation Nightmare. Yeah. So that wrapped things up for me. But, man, let's switch gears and jump into the basketball side of things, my friends. Let's do it, man. And things kicked off Friday. I tell you what, I'm just having a quick uh, look back over at the results here. And I think our predictions weren't too far off. I know we disagreed on a couple of things, but the Cairns Titan bus kept rolling on, man, taking care of the Brisbane Bullets by two on that Friday night. Yeah, and I think they're now switched into fourth place on the ladder. Is that right? They're locked in there? Yeah, just confirmed. They're 11 and 9, a game ahead of the 36ers, who, as we you know, just keep pushing and the breakers after that. But tell you what, man, like, the, again, and we've said it just about every. Every, every episode that it was just a matter of time for Cairns to start putting stuff together and I'll tell you what they've done it at the right time of the year and having to get that win at home just keeps boosting that confidence yeah and two games coming up this weekend will be interesting to see John Melbourne United they beat the Illawarra Hawks I think you might have picked Illawarra for this one my man but uh, United <laughs> 
Uh, you've got a good memory, man. But uh, yeah, well, I sort of actually it went pretty bad on the Illawarra picks this round. But uh, you know what? Yeah, they're, they're still up and about. And you know, Melbourne United, it's, it's crunch time for them, as we've spoken about. You know, just have to keep winning from here to try and try and uh, solidify that third spot because Taipans aren't far behind. Again, Adelaide's only one game behind them, so they just need to keep getting it done. Yeah, and speaking of getting it done, Sydney Kings, they well and truly got it done over the Adelaide 36. Has looked very dominant in a 91-77 victory there. And back in their winning ways, as we predicted. Exactly right, man. I was just getting the box score up in front of me to see how they went. But it was a very spread-out performance by the, uh, the Sydney Kings, which I think is really more important to them at this point to sort of start spreading the load around. But they're just going, you know, about their business as they do, getting it done at home. You know, they dropped a couple of games last week, but I really can't see them dropping from first spot. Oh, that's a big call right there because Perth right on their tails. But you had this one. You went with the New Zealand. Zealand Breakers to keep things rolling there, which they have done 97 to 92, beating the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, who, man, well, they're not looking great at the moment, but I'm not sure if you saw Keith Penson, as predicted by Cam Luke, very early yeah. on in the season. He's been given the flick, man, and the Phoenix looking for a new import. Isn't that interesting? I remember when he said that and, uh, you know, raised the eyebrows, but, you know, such is life, I guess. But scary thing for the Phoenix now, man, and again, we keep saying how competitive this league is. The Phoenix are now second last on the ladder, 8-11, and 11, which, again, isn't even a bad record. They're only a couple of games off that top four, but you drop a couple, and that's what can happen. But the New Zealand Breakers, man, I mean, they're the story of the last couple of weeks. It's just happening. They put it all together. Scotty Hobson's leading the way. He's on fire, and uh, it's just good to see. You know, it's good to see this competitive nature, and it definitely makes the last four weeks of the season really interesting. Oh, most definitely, especially after they were well and truly ridden off. They are looking the goods to make it. A definite push for that top four. Five wins on the trot now for the Breakers. And this one, John, this one, I was very, very much, this has got to be the surprise, the shock of the round, I would have thought. Brisbane Bullets beating the Perth Wildcats. And I'm pretty sure that was at Perth. Or actually, I think it was at home. But Yeah, yeah, it was. But that's the second game that Perth's dropped in a row. And, you know, again, Brisbane, I mean, you know, Lamar Patterson has 35. And, you know, all the boys, Hodgson chips in, Sobey chips in. But, you know, I was on their bandwagon pretty full on earlier in the season, but, you know, it's not too late for, for anyone at this stage, but I tell you what, man, you know, you talk about the Perth trying to take that top spot, they just got to be able to win on the road. I think that's, uh, not that it's holding them back at this stage, but that's the sort of game that you really need to be winning to, uh, you know, to knock off the Kings at top, but you know, full credit to Brisbane, they played really well. Again, Patterson leading the way at 35. He's such a sight to see, and I think he might have even been my captain in fantasy last round, I can't remember now, but... Uh, uh, no wonder you had yeah, such a good win. <laughs> exactly right, man. I need to start playing that game better, John. I don't, I don't play. I get content. So I'm like, oh, well, they won last week. They'll be right this week. And then what happens? Yeah. We lose, damn it. But hey, here's a yeah. here's a secret. Lamar Patterson can play. The world's he worst play, secret, yeah. man. Just a lazy 35. Yeah, not too bad. That's almost Brody Tepper's record. It was 36, I believe. So, uh, <laughs> you know, he just gets it done, man. And we know that he's missed the final. So if they can somehow work their way up to that fourth spot, I mean, who knows? Who really knows with Brisbane? They're such a hot and cold team. There's a few of those teams this year, but again, with it being so tight, anything can happen, man. If they get a few wins, I believe I did so they have two games this round. So if they can win both of those, like all of a sudden they're right up there. Oh, they well and truly are. And please don't bring up Brody Tepper's 36 points. Uh, he's already beaten me at the age of 13 for the Zombies top score there. So that's that's not cool, man. But, well, it is cool. I'm proud. I can't lie. The Illawarra Hawks, man, they lost to the Adelaide 36ers 102-96 to in Monday Night Hoops right there. I believe 
believe Todd Blanchfield had a massive game in that one, but it wasn't enough to get it over. Your 36 is your home current hometown. Yes, that's it. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll adopt them for now. But you're right. Yeah, Blanchfield had a massive game. 35 points in 30 minutes, if you don't mind, which is fantastic. Burn had a great game. Like the Illawarra Hawks are playing quite well at the moment. They've managed to sort out what was going on. You throw ball back in there when they had a heaves back, and I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs, but who knows what sort of damage they can make to the to the top half of the ladder. But yeah, I think I actually predicted the Hawks in that game, come to think of it. So they've let me down two times in the round now. So I'm off their, I'm off their bandwagon. Uh, I might just stick to Cairns, but great effort by the 36ers. And, you know, they play really well at home. It was a pretty uh, pretty even effort across the board. Your boy Eric Griffin, man, like I'm a massive fan. He's, he has 15 points again, nine rebounds, and he's just going about his business. He is Mr. Consistent right there, John, which switches us on to round 15, man. And this is a preview that I really am excited about this round because yeah. straight off the bat tomorrow night, man, the Cairns Taipans and New Zealand Breakers, two of the hottest teams in the league. Four yeah, straight wins for the Taipans, five for the Breakers. Oh, this is a tough one to pick, dude. Like, this, this could be probably game of the season almost just if it goes off their current form. You know, I'm just going to I'm gonna have to stick with Cairns, I think, just because it's at home. Both teams, I mean, you've got the two form teams of the competition just about. I'd love to see Cairns win because that really sets up a big game for them on Saturday night against Sydney, which we'll talk about in just a sec. But if Cairns win that and then they can knock off Sydney, I mean, oh, that'd be something pretty special. That will be a statement right there. Cairns for me, definitely. It is in Cairns, which will give them that little bit of extra extra mojo to get over the line, I, I would have thought. But hopefully big games yep. for Hobson because I'm pretty sure I'm going to swap him in, man. All right, yeah, man. Friday night hoops. This one, possibly a one-sided affair. Not sure, though. The Illawarra Hawks have been playing well and they did knock over the Sydney Kings, as we have discussed. The Perth Wildcats are heading to town. They've coming off that loss, man. They're going to be looking to bounce back Friday night, Illawarra and Perth. Who you got? Yeah, it's going to be on in that game, man. I'll tell you what, it, you have to back Perth in this sort of game, coming off two straight losses. They need to be able to take care of teams like this. But, it, hey, look, it might all depend when ball comes back too. So I've got Perth getting the job done, but I reckon Illawarra will give them some trouble. So I expect this one to be probably less than 10 points. Yeah, I agree right there. Perth for me, man. Sydney Kings and Cairns Taipans, you spoke about it. This is Saturday game here, man. And this is going to be a really, really fun one right here. Yeah, it could be. And again, two of the potentially top teams in the league, Machado versus Ware, like that's going to be an awesome matchup. I reckon the result of this could depend mainly on how Cairns go on the Thursday night. That's a very quick turnaround, fly down to Sydney to play on Saturday night. So I'm going to back the Taipans. I'm going to just throw the uh, the dice and take a gamble on that one. Just, you know, they're up and about. I love the way they're playing now. And look, I reckon Machado's going to put that team on his back. We talk his praises a lot. And uh, I reckon they're going to uh, go to Sydney and, and cause some havoc. Oh, I like that prediction, right? there, man. I'm going to have to disagree, though. Being in Sydney and Cairns will be a little bit wary from that game against New Zealand. I'll go the Kings, but hopefully it's a good one. Yeah, I um, will be. Yeah, second game of... Are you still in Adelaide this weekend, buddy? Yes, I will be. So the 36ers, Melbourne United's coming to town. I might have to go on and check that game out. I actually didn't look at the schedule too hard, but you know, man, I was gonna, this is going to be really tough for me, but uh, since I'm in Adelaide, I'm going to have to back the 36ers on. So I have to jump on the, the local bandwagon. You should definitely get along <laughs> to the game and check out that new stadium. It looks all sorts of awesome there, man. You could be there shirtless front row with... <laughs> 
griffin ridden across your chest or something. Get amongst it, man. <laughs> I might have to, but I'll pay myself up and I'll, uh, I'll run onto the court at half time, like get on TV with the Grey Wolf logo on my front. That's it, man. you got to sport the Grey Wolf there. I like that, man. I'm going to say United just because of that guy who got in my grill at the Adelaide Zoo. Oh, you're a United fan that I was talking about last week. But that'll be a fun one there, man. Looking for big games from Griffin and United. If they play like they did last week, will be hard to stop. On to Sunday afternoon hoops. This is actually at Spark Arena. The New Zealand Breakers and the Brisbane Bullets. We spoke a little bit about Brisbane. This one in New Zealand, though, I'm expecting the Breakers will get it. Yeah, I think so, Tim. And again, a lot of this hinges on that Thursday night game, just for some momentum as well. But you'd expect either way New Zealand Breakers to win that game. And that could be potentially, was it, seven or eight on the trot for them. So I expect them to still get the job done at home. But again, that, that Thursday night game all of a sudden becomes very interesting for some matchups because both teams have some big games. Obviously, Cairns playing Sydney and then this game for New Zealand against Brisbane. But I expect the, the Breakers to take the chocolates here. Yeah, very much with you on that one, John. And this one, the last game of the round, Sunday afternoon, man, at the Wynn Entertainment Centre in Illawarra. It's the Hawks and the Phoenix. Last versus second last. As you pointed out, though, the Phoenix aren't too far off. They really need to win this one to make a bit of a statement. But you know what, man? I think I'm actually going to jump on the Hawks here. I think they're going to get this one. Yeah, look, I, I'm actually going to agree with you, man. I think, you know, we, we have spoken again, and, you know, you and I are good at predicting things about that fast start of the Phoenix had. Now the travel factor starting to play a play a part in it. And I actually think that the Aura Hawks are going to get up as well. And, you know, you hope for the Phoenix, again, they're not too far behind, but you hope that they can string a few wins together to keep climbing up that table. Because I think they must have a double game round coming up pretty soon to catch up some spots. But they need to get those wins on the road. No matter if you're playing Illawarra or playing Sydney, you just need to go and fight out a win. So, I mean, hopefully for them, they can and can start working their way back up the ladder. But uh, I'm going to jump on the Hawks bandwagon with you, man. Yeah, and they played very well against Adelaide, and that one was on the road as well. They've been playing well. I think it's going to be the Hawks, but we'll have to wait and see. Let's check out the ladder, Johnny. Sydney Kings in at first place, 14 wins and six losses. The Perth Wildcats, well, we knew this would happen. They're right up there, as always, 13 wins, eight losses. Melbourne United, this is where it gets interesting, in at third, 11 and nine. Same deal with the Cairns Taipans there, 11 and nine. So there's a bit of a battle happening there, even for third spot, dude. Adelaide 36ers in at 5. We've got 10 wins, 11 losses there. New Zealand Breakers, they are right on their tails. 9 wins and 10 losses. What's that? 6 spot? 7, 8, 9, yes. 7th yep. <laughs> yep. spot is Brisbane, 9 and 11. 8th spot is 8 and 11, the South East Melbourne Phoenix. And wrapping things up, the Illawarra Hawks with 5 wins and 15 losses. It's a very tight ladder, man. Wow, it is very tight. I don't remember the last time we've seen it quite like this. You know, usually, and we've spoken, you know, we were saying that it's the, the top three are locked in. Now we're saying basically the top two is locked in. And, and even there's a battle for that top spot. But interestingly, I see the Kings, they've lost four away from home out of their six losses. So again, you know, it just proves that those road trips aren't always done deals. So interesting to see how they go in the in the coming weeks. But now the season's really starting to heat up and these spots are, are really starting to become pretty competitive. And again, we've just said, the 
Phoenix a second last eight and 11, but could easily be in third or fourth spot after a couple of weeks. So it's going to be a really good month of basketball coming up, man. I can't wait. Oh, yes, indeed, man. And we'll have to watch this space. Hopefully you get to that game, man, and you can get some get us a I little will. bit of inside for next week's edition of Grey Wolf Hoops. <laughs> but a friendly reminder, our first edition of pre-order T-shirts are up now. Tomorrow night, Thursday night, we will go live or it'll possibly be me or you will fight over that one, man, and we will announce the winner of the Like Share competition on Facebook. We've had a pretty great response to it so far, like 65 or so comments at the moment, Johnny, last time I looked, which is fantastic. Don't forget, though, you have to have liked the page. Don't just get on there and comment, but pre-orders are up now. Pick up one of those Grey Wolf t-shirts. Got to get amongst it. Absolutely, and we thank everyone for getting involved so far, but exactly what Ned said, don't forget to like the page. Don't forget, if you don't win the competition, go in and place an order anyway, because the t-shirts still look pretty fresh, and we uh, we really appreciate everyone. Help to spread the Grey Wolf word. It's going to be a big year for us, and uh, we want everyone on board. Most definitely. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, I cannot agree with any more than that, Johnny, man. It has been really sort of awesome to see everyone help out and get behind us. We are just getting started. As we keep saying, you can go back and check out our previous interviews. Mitch Creek on there. Kevin Lish on there. We've had horror movie guys in Bill Mosley on there. Rapper Red's been on there. We're switching things up at the moment. We're sort of on the hoop side of things, but we've got a lot of announcements and fun stuff to go over in the coming months. Yeah, big time. And uh, if you do enjoy what we're pushing out, don't forget you can leave a little uh, rating on, on iTunes and, and on, I think you can on Spotify as well. But uh, just help spread the word. You know, we're growing things organically and all that help we can get, we appreciate and, and we love everyone for it. So keep spreading the word. Most definitely. Please give us a review. Possibly one with a higher amount of stars. <laughs> yes, if you really like it. Five's <laughs> definitely recommended. <laughs> and then John Will, the more, how many five stars, man, and you'll run around shirtless at the Adelaide 30. 36's game. If we get to 15, I'll do it. <laughs> well, that would be like triple what we have now. I like I it. Tell what, yeah, tell you what, man, if I find the Grey Wolf logo on my belly, it'd be quite stretched out. So <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe save your reviews for after the game. <laughs>